commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Grex Kondak, and you're listening to Core World News, your holiday news show for in-depth coverage and analysis of all the latest stories from around the galaxy. Now for your news segment rundown for January 24, 2020. We are pleased to announce our debut segment, Commander Cody's Clone Wars Conspectus, a segment dedicated to discussing the upcoming and final season of the Clone Wars. But first, news nets around the galaxy report the Obi-Wan Kenobi series has been put on hold while Lucasfilm conducts rewrites and polishes the existing scripts. Now via host, Ben Grant and Adam, to discuss. All right. Um, thank you very much, Grex, yeah. and uh, welcome, everyone. Um, so we just listened to this clip from Ewan McGregor, and he's doing a presser for a movie or just like outside Red Carpet. Yeah, they did a do. premiere for Birds of Prey. Yeah. With so, a movie that has five titles. Right. Thank you. And, um, you know, so the rumor going around in, or the, the headline that we're seeing everywhere is that it's been pushed back. But I didn't hear that when I heard what he said. I mean, he said he said, yes. I mean, what did you guess? Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he, he said, said it, it's not as dramatic as fans are making it out to be or these news outlets are making it out to be. I and mean, this is this is clickbait for news outlets. Yeah. Yes. This is a big story that they want to cover because it's Star Wars. Right. right. Um, and what Ewan said is it just slid to next year. That's all. Like the scripts were really good. And he stressed the scripts were really, really good. And we yeah. know yeah. Uh, Hossein Amini was writing the scripts. He wrote Drive, an incredible film. Yeah, wow. Um, uh, the, the Two Faces of January, which if, if you haven't seen, is outstanding. It's got Viggo Mortensen right. and uh, Oscar mm. Isaac. Uh, oh, cool. Wow. And, um, Let's check it out. Uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. Uh, I think we all <laughs> now, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Adding that to the list of things. Yeah, done. quickly. As he, fast as I've ever heard you did do it. Is this is yeah. just his IMDb page. So we know he's a talented writer. He's been mm-hmm. working for quite a while. Um, but I, and McGregor added that now that Episode Nine is uh, it came out, and you know everyone at Lucasfilm has got more time to spend on writing this story and, and more time on Kenobi. Uh, maybe get the story group together. Really figure out what fits in this timeline. Uh, and and I think reconstruct the the, wow. the series. Can I give you my hot take on this? Why I think it was actually good news. Adam's hot take hot right take. now. I've actually been kind of happy about it. One, I prefer when they just say, "Let's take a little bit more time on something." Yeah. Like that's there's nothing wrong with that. We have plenty of Star Wars. We have Mandalorian coming out. If they need another six months, take another six months. I want this to be perfect. Yeah. I wondered. I don't think they were prepared about how big the Mandalorian was going to be. I thought they knew it was going to be good, but it's it was it's become a phenomenon. Like yes. the Baby Yoda thing's crazy. Yeah. There's nothing out there. Like I, I don't think they're prepared for it. And my guess is they decided that instead of this this insular show that had a couple of pe- a few people working on it, exactly what you're saying, Grant, that they brought in all these other people right. and they want to spend. They're gonna they're gonna be willing to spend a lot more money on it than they probably were to begin with, and they're yeah. realizing they can tell a more expensive, possibly bigger story yeah. because of that. So that's exciting. That's my thought of why they're doing it. It's like sky's the limit. Exactly. And I, I think, you know, you hit it on the head. It's like Mandalorian raised the bar. And, you know, it, by whatever metric you want to look at The Rise of Skywalker, I'll look at, I don't know, box office sales. And like every other movie that's coming out, yeah. um, you know, besides Solo, there's been, you know, the record breakers. There's a really, really, really high standard for uh, Star Wars content now. Yeah. And um, so they're going to take a little extra time. And, and I think also what they've learned with Solo is like you can't take too much time between right. like... It doesn't Don't matter how much time you, you know you take in between. They're going to be able to stay relevant with other you know media. Though I think it's going to be a little quiet after uh, that Clone Wars 
um, series comes out. But yeah, um, we will, you know, for a minute. There'll but, be stuff. There'll but, be stuff, but yeah. But I but think, yeah. you know, they've raised their own bar and, you know, it sounds like a very Kathleen thing to be like, no, where this is going to be the series, the differentiator is going to be quality yeah. over quantity. Yeah, and, um, please, I hope. Know, yeah, and, and, and get the best people doing the best stuff. It's right up Iger's alley. Iger, remember, talked a lot about pumping yeah. the brakes and yeah. putting a lot more focus on the shows. And if, if you're a suit with money and you're looking at what's happening, Solo underperformed. Rise of Skywalker made a billion dollars. They wanted it to make a billion and a half. Does that make right. sense? Like it's yeah, by yeah. no sense a flop, but they were hoping for it to do more than it did. Yeah. Meanwhile, the other end of the spectrum, which is the Mandalorian, way outperformed. So if you're gonna if you're a betting yeah. person or a money person, you put more money in the shows, less money in the movies. You you pump the brakes on the movies. So my yeah. guess is they're kind of really focused on them, making sure those things are good. Yeah, and that's just that's just math, baby. Um, yeah, it allows yeah. it allows for more time to to really. Uh, ramp up the connective tissue to novels, comics, all the ancillary material, yeah. really make the show sing on all levels, right? Like yeah. if, you're, if you delay it, you're going to have time to put out a comic with the show, to put out a book with the show, yeah. to really just, you know, a, on a transmedia endeavor, push out all this Obi-Wan material. Yeah. So we might see more Obi-Wan yeah. than we would have if the show was just rushed out. Yeah. Which is great. And the money-wise, I guess it doesn't, I was going to do money math, but it doesn't really quite work that way. But if you think about it, like you, you go see the movie. I've seen Rise of Skywalker three times. I'll probably see it one more time. So yeah. they're, so they'll cap out at getting $60 out of me, probably around mm -hmm. 60 bucks to go see that movie. And then I'll buy it. So I'll maybe get up, maybe I'll spend a hundred dollars in my lifetime on Rise of Skywalker. Right. I've already signed three-year deal with Disney Plus and they got 150 bucks out of me. Right. Right. Oh, you said there's a three year deal for Disney Plus? Yeah, there was a three year deal. Oh, that for came fifty bucks. For 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 hundred and fifty. So it's fifty dollars right, a it's year. Fifty bucks a year. Wow. So so I just said I know I'm gonna I know I'm gonna do this for three years. Yeah. It's yeah. Disney, it's not going anywhere. It's not like it's CISO. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so <laughs> I remember CISO. Um that was That's a thing. deep cut. Yeah. It happened. <laughs> it happened. That's some good stuff on there. Take my wife was an amazing show. Um but uh, you know, so so but so think about that is like if you put money in that, you get people spending giving you money monthly, not when the movie comes out for a couple of weeks. Like you get a monthly yeah, yeah. recurring. Granted, you're splitting up over mm -hmm. dozens of series as opposed to one movie, so the math doesn't quite work perfectly there. But still, yeah. And generally, doing anything, I found the more preparation and the more revisions you can do, you get a better product. So, yes, um, right. And yeah. we're we're taking I think Ewan's side in all of this in his reporting that it's really not that dramatic. It's not a big deal. It just slid to a later production date, which is yeah. fine. That's great. One thing I don't but buy, as he said, what what <laughs> the Hollywood Reporter is reporting is yeah. it's a little bit more detrimental than we thought. Where it's uh, where they quote where they say a source tells. Dollar Reporter that the scripts only two were written and the story became an issue and the entire package has been jettisoned. Hmm. That's a possibility too, yeah. right? But it's also not necessarily as dire as you. Here's the thing: you have Ewan McGregor on the hook to play Obi Wan, who everyone wants and he wants to do. This is going to happen. This show is happening. Yeah, Whether this they is, have to start from scratch. If or you not. thought anything was fan service, like this is the yeah. most fan service <laughs> yeah. Star Wars event of all time. Like so, we have all wanted prequel and, Obi Wan yeah. back. And, and by the way, Ewan McGregor's a big fan, and yeah. you know Kathleen Kennedy's a big fan, right. and so it's fan service. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they're getting the show they want too, so we all win. And they're probably a little. But they're probably very focused on this because they know all this. There's there's a lot riding on this in terms of this is a beloved character. Mandalorian, yeah. brand new character. You can play around. You can alter. Yeah. You can change. You can see what works, doesn't work. You have to nail Obi-Wan because we have six yeah. movies with that character. Well, just like Star Wars, the original movie, uh, mm -hmm. I think the Mandalorian was a passion project of Favreau. Just yes. like it wasn't yeah. his, he didn't create the That's you know, a good point. Yeah. thing, but like he'd been sitting on, the, sitting on the scripts and doctoring them for years, for decades, like yeah. for a long time. So yeah. that's why you get such a good, you know, polished, yeah. polished product at the end yeah. there. And so it's like, hey, let's not rush out this thing. 
I mean, I think we could get to a time where we do rush out Star Wars movies, and I'm still probably like them. I mean, you know, the three of us have been able to sort of pinpoint all the major aspects. You can almost put them in a blender and yeah. sort of figure it out. If you get the right actors, an interesting script, you could sort of, you can, or if, if you get some, you know, movie maker that wants to make a movie in their vein more than they just, in addition to telling a Star Wars story as well. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm i down for wacky Star Wars movies. I, Me I mean, too. I can be okay. Droids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Droids we talked about be... droids by uh, what did we say? It was a Taika Waititi last week. Or, <laughs> I mean, it would be or, great. If, yeah, yeah Taika Wes Anderson. <laughs> oh man, if Wes Anderson or Taika Waititi yeah. in a droids movie, I'd do I mean, that. a crazy alien race that brushes up against the Empire or yeah. some other you know thing that, that yeah. has some weird domestic issue. Like, I, I mean, the Senate, like some sort of you know mundane, seemingly mundane detail could probably be brought to life by the right person with the right eye. And, you know, there's also, there's, I'm going to do the, my Adam's required Marvel uh, 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 Star Wars comparison, which I yeah. do every week. Um, a lot of people talked about the fact that Star Wars isn't Marvel. I agree. But part of the issue they talk about is that Star Wars doesn't have as long as a history as, as Marvel does to build out that way. And I disagree with that statement because Marvel Cinematic Universe took, started their, built their universe on Iron Man. And if yeah. you told me in 2005 that in 2008 Marvel's Iron Man was going to come out, it'd be the biggest movie, one of the biggest movies of all time, yeah. and and create 22 movies on top of it, I'd be like you're you're yeah. high. Right. Like yeah. Iron Man, the lamest character in there. Oh well, well that's great. But I can't wait till you get Spider Man. Oh, you don't have Spider Man. Oh, what about the X? You don't have the X Men. Yeah. Like you have. Oh, so you have Mar you have Captain America that no one cares about. Iron Man. Right. You have half of a deal with the Hulk. All right. Good luck, Marvel. Oh, what are you going to do? Guardians of the Galaxy nest. Good luck. Like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's right. not... That's a good point. Like, it, you, they built that fan base because yeah. the majority of people who watch those movies haven't ever cracked a comic in their life. Yeah. And they are attached to those characters as much as I'm attached to those characters. So you can do right. the same thing with Star Wars if you start telling the stories. And The Mandalorian, by the way, yeah. is what's doing that. Like, that's yeah. going to build the next generation of Star Wars fans and want them interested in it. So you can start doing all those, like, wacky side stories and, right. and convince people there's this large universe. Yeah. Yeah. And this this series look like it looks like it's really in a tight place like a tight squeeze in the timeline and yeah. i was always thinking this was gonna be more of an introspective journey it wasn't really gonna yes. travel so much yeah that's same here yeah. Uh, mm. and that can be that can be grueling to write because i mean that's that's a yeah. lot yeah. of dialogue that's a lot of obi-wan's kind of inner this, conflict this is yeah. one of the stories that could be one of the wacky ones you it know, could like, be. like yeah. in that way it could be a very cerebral show I mean, I always thought this was going to be the good, the bad, and the ugly. But right. like the Mandalorian already staked claims in that. And that might be why they need to punch up the script in a different way. It's true. Um, because they need to differentiate it from the Mandalorian. Yeah. And that's that's, that's also a rumor I heard. Yeah. I heard that uh, in the original scripts that I think uh, Amini had written, uh, it had, or this is just the Hollywood Reporter reporting this from uh, an anonymous Un source. Right, so sure. we don't know if it's credible. Yep. But uh, they said there was a bit of overlap with the Mandalorian in that yeah. Obi-Wan was helping a young Luke. For most of the series, oh, uh, so you get and like it's much like the relationship Baby between Yoda. Mando uh, and Baby. Yoda. I can see that, yeah. And they wanted uh, to reconfigure the script Luke. to be, you know, the opposite of the Mandalorian or offer new elements. You could do it right if you. What is interesting is if if you did not what we're pitching right now, but if you did the young Luke and he's he's helping him unknowingly to Luke, like that's how you do yeah. that story. Because I don't want Luke, I don't want young Luke and Obi Wan hanging out on oh, adventures. Not at all. Not yeah, at all. No. and the comics have established, and the books have established that Uncle Owen wants no part yeah. of yeah. That, that crazy old hermit. Well, speaking of Uncle Owen, 
I did I did hear a podcast where Joel Edgerton was talking. Someone asked him about Obi Wan. He was very tight lipped about it. So I'm so I'm assuming he's, he's, he's doing it. I'm yeah. assuming yeah. he got the call. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. and he's a Why great, he? and he's mm-hmm. only become you know a more extraordinary you know actor performer. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like yeah. This is a dream come true to see him, you know, as he's grown as a director and an actor, and now yeah. return to the role of Owen Lars. Like, ooh, this can be. What great. about the actress who played his girlfriend, Baru? Clunkiest line in Star Wars history. And this is my girlfriend, Baru. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know the actress's name. What's I don't know either. That's oh, what I'm yeah. wondering. I wonder what she's up to. Yeah. Oh, I think I remember it. Just let me look at my phone and check all my emails. <laughs> Just to verify. But, yeah. um, so th- these, <laughs> these sources also tell The Hollywood Reporter that Lucasfilm is now on the hunt for a new writer to pen the series. Well, have we ever had a Star Wars movie that hasn't, or Star Wars series? They've, there's always been someone to come in and polish. Right. Always, usually. It's like, I well, mean, the main saga films are different, but. Lee Brackett. Like, Lee oh, Brackett. Lee Brackett. Wrote, yeah, yeah. Lee Brackett wrote, wrote, wrote Empire. Wrote yeah. Empire, and then they changed a ton. I almost swear yeah. real bad. Changed a ton of that movie, right? There have been, there have been, there's just Star Wars from the history yeah. has, has done that. I mean, even George Lucas's drafts, right? Look at the original draft of oh, Star right. Wars. Yeah, yeah. Looks nothing like the movie we got. Oh, yeah. Star so, Killer and the yeah. Bogan and the yeah, Ashley. Yeah. 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 And so. You get that. I mean, the, the clearest thing we probably get is Mandalorian, but I have a feeling that um, that Dave Filoni got brought in and did quite a bit of work on 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 some of that script script work with with uh, Filoni. Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, for all the canon material. Yeah, and, um, and and kind of like and really fought Favreau on some of the ideas. that yeah. did make it into the show, but we know that Filoni had you know he was he really wanted it to gel with canon and, mm-hmm. and the sciences and the technology of the galaxy. Yeah, uh, as they've already been established. Yeah, um, and he's he knows everything, knows the ins and outs of the galaxy yeah. as well as George. Yeah, so, I, have, I have no problem yeah. with people coming in and taking another pass. Take your time. You, they also are probably not feeling pressured because they have a huge hit that's going to come out yearly. They already know the man second season of Mandalorian is in pre production. They, they've already announced it's coming fall of next year. So they know in October of every year for the next seven years or however many years mm-hmm. there 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 will be. There's going to be a season of the Mandalorian. So if they have two seasons a year, great. If they have to push something back, it's kind of like the the Walking Dead and the Fear of the Walking Dead when they were in their heyday, right? Like they kind of right. had that, they had that that behemoth that was the Walking Dead that would always come back, and they knew they could just relax on the other stuff. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a huge show regardless. Mm-hmm. So they're all, it's only going to get better by delaying it. But I'm um, going back to Young Luke. I also don't want to see young Luke to like maybe the possibly the last episode or maybe he's teased early in the series. Sure. Just, yeah. You finally get an Obi-Wan Luke moment at the very end. And Love I it. just want it to be the most mundane mm-hmm. chore that they're doing together or something of that nature. Which is kind of how Luke seems to think of, of, of Obi-Wan or Ben in the movie, right. right? Like he just, he's aware of this person, but it's not like he, he's like, he, he knows this person. Clearly it's a known entity around town, but right. it doesn't seem like he has a, a deep relationship or any kind of much of a connection with this yeah. you know, old hermit. I'd love to just see him around, but like not interacted with mm-hmm. directly, just sort of around yeah. and like, you know, kind of a voyeuristic relationship between, you know, yeah. with, you know, yeah. Obi-Wan but it's like I mean like not in that way but it's just like where he's just like he's literally taking his job seriously and he's trying to you know like how am I going to manage this no I love the idea and then Zoranto coming trampling down and he kind of nudges <laughs> it the other way and it kind of like little yeah. things like that where it's this little guardian angel kind of just yeah exactly guardian very subtly angel. steering things yeah and I mean yeah I mean maybe there is some sort of you know there was I think it was from a certain point of view but well yeah. with, with, with the possibility that Joel Edgerton's returning as um, uncle, yeah. As uncle, anyway, and with with a certain point of view and the whole master and apprentice yeah. sort of story mm-hmm. that's in there. Um, what were you gonna say about that? Oh, I was just saying he could bump up against uncle. Like he could have an adversarial yes. relationship right. with Owen. Lars. You'll you'll get a scene where uncle uncle Owen notices Obi Wan 
yeah. around, right? Because right. yeah, they're powerhouse actors. Joel yeah. Edgerton and oh, Ewan yeah. McGregor. Like, yeah. we need to see that drama between those yeah. two yeah. characters. Bonnie Pais, less juggernaut actress, there but uh, still very, very good. Is and was good in New both. New Zealander? What's uh, her? Uh, uh, Australian. Australian. There's another lot of actors. Who? Yeah, she <laughs> was a, you know, famous for her trapeze artist role and in the American, uh, they're the Australian children's television series High Flyers. Okay. All right. She's around. And so she played Baru in The Revenge of the Sith. Yes. And yeah. uh, so, and Attack of the Clones. Uh, they were both about Okay, that's well. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that'd be that's great right. if uh, they got the whole cast back. That would really yeah. feel seamless at that point. So I have two questions about would you want to see this? And this kind of actually goes against a bit what you just said, Grant, about kind of having like minimal interaction and mundane relationship between Luke and Obi-Wan. And I wonder if this was in the script, and they kind of had to change it after after Mandalorian. But would you would you would you want to see Luke exhibit any force sensitivity, even if it was just a second of something happening? I think you. I think that will inevitably happen. I yeah. think it will be something uh, to the degree of yeah. like a, a Jedi sight or like a, a maybe something moves. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the broom in yeah, yeah, and like boy, in Jedi or something like that, where he doesn't realize he's using the force, but something's yeah, totally. there. And then second is Yoda. Oh, yeah. Do we get any connection between Ben and Yoda? See, a lot of people think that Obi-Wan shouldn't travel in this film. Like, he should yeah. stay on Tatooine. Because, I mean, George brought him to Tatooine. Right. And then we meet him again on Tatooine. Yeah, it's, there's it's, there's a cleanness to that. Like, I, a, I, I like that. But yeah. but he does tell Luke to go to the Dagobah system. Which mm-hmm. makes me think that he may have scouted out that system once or twice. Yeah, or at least some been there. Communication, some something. Right. Yeah, I mean, I could totally see something happening where he's like, I need to go talk to Yoda. Like, you could right. just get it. Oh, yeah. And he just steals away. He's like, you're not allowed here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah that'd be great. Um, s- sorry. I was doing some really serious research there for a second. Did you mention um, possible Liam Neeson? No. Cameo? We didn't yet. No. Oh, but that's sorry. a good. No, but that's another one that we I mean, totally was, could see. He was sent there to commune with his old master. Yeah. So. Oh, we totally will get one. 100%. We'll get a Force Ghost. That'll be the yeah. Force Ghost. Because you, you can't have, like, you can't have a main character Force user and no Force Ghost. So you're right. It's going to be Liam Neeson, which will be awesome. Like I'll cry a million tears to see Qui Gon. Awesome. We'll finally get our Qui Gon reference. I, I mean, know. I, I I love the idea of him interacting with um, Luke Skywalker, a young Luke Skywalker. Even though we know it's got to be limited, um, but I would I would like even more. <laughs> Imagine if it was like Qui Gon and and Anakin, and like maybe have with flashbacks of their training in other places. And yeah. Like, that's, well, that's, that's a really interesting idea. You, yeah. could, you could go back to Jedi Academy with a yes. young Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, I like that a lot. And those were some of my favorite books that yeah. I read back in the day. Me too. I remember those. Um, and that's more expensive. So maybe they're thinking you can now wield that in, right? Mm. Very clean and crisp. Because it goes hand in hand with how the training has evolved and, and con- conversing with the ghost of Qui- yeah. Qui-Gon. It's like, where do they begin? And now they're talking on these dunes. It's a, yeah. it's a nice way to do a kind of arc. What if he finds out about Dagobah via Qui-Gon, who says, you have to go to the, you have to go to the Dagobah right. system and see mm. Yoda. You could do like a nice little fan service moment if he gets visited by a force ghost yeah, yeah. who tells him to go to the Dagobah system. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it's like, last time I trusted you, a whole lot of bad happened. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, well, you know, they're, they but could... no, wait, stop. That's amazing, right? To get to get a, a, because that's to be interesting. Like, what, how would Obi Wan feel about seeing Qui Gon again, right? Because Qui Gon entrusted him, mm. entrusted this boy with him, 
and this boy went down this path and killed all the other Jedi. Oh, turned yeah, like a Sith. Yeah, yeah. And so can you imagine like Obi-Wan point. feeling guilt yeah. about seeing him? And also anger about why'd you put this on me if this And I think Claudia Gray does navigate right. a little bit of that territory, but I also feel like it's a little reverent. Like it's almost like he's overly reverent. Whereas I kinda of want more of what you're talking about, Adam. Yeah. Where there's more tension between yeah. the two characters. Yeah. Make for more interesting. You could play you could play that up. I, I believe in my heart that Obi Wan blames himself for um, I think for so. everything. I think he, so he doesn't too. really and, yeah, and Quan yeah. also blames himself for a lot of yeah. things happening. Well that, that was Master That'll be a fun and, episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was Master and Apprentice though, right? It was yeah. like one was like, I'm a terrible master and, and the yeah. other one's like, I'm a terrible you apprentice. Luke was depressing. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Get ready. It's just an hour of I'm sorry. No, I'm no, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, we really mucked yeah. this up, didn't we? Uh Master Destroyers and they're like I should probably stay on this arid desert world. <laughs> He's yeah. Like, yeah, you should. Yeah, you probably should though. <laughs> I mean, I was bad, but you should probably stay there for 30 years or so. But there is that moment, right? There's storytelling in that where they could both be trying to find what Obi-Wan's path in this world is now after failure, right? Like, it's just interesting. Well, I mean, but then we see Obi-Wan in Rebels, and he is godly. He's apotheosis, Obi-Wan. Like, Obi-Wan's always been the White Knight, but I love that he found another gear on Tatooine Mm -hmm. where he's just like, he's one, like, he's always been one with the Force. He's always been pure Force. And, like, pure just, like, no, I follow the rule of the Jedi to the letter. That's how I roll. Right. And then, but, like, when he's just meditating on the Force with no distractions, like, he becomes amazing. Like, super powerful. this series takes place before when we see him in Rebels. Yeah. Because this is his journey to get to that character we see in Rebels. Like, I like that idea of, like, how we get, because he's dealt with all this all this guilt and all this whatever and has figured out what he's supposed to do. I mean, this is the old man in me talking, but it would be great to see him become wise the wise obi no i agree i think that's the arc yeah yeah, and develop and gain more powers in a really new interesting Mm -hmm. level than just wielding you know a laser sword yeah yeah and we also know that um in that episode of rebels obi-wan does claim that luke is the chosen one so they might reconfigure the prophecy of the chosen one a little bit in this series yes to highlight luke in in ways that pay off nicely for what occurs in the force awakens the last jedi and the rise of Skywalker. I kind of wish like they that. never, and they still haven't, but I kind of wish they had more of a more of a discussion in the in the in the sequels about who is the chosen one, and that mm. every sequel at that time, everyone thinks that that person's the chosen one. That everyone thought Anakin was the chosen one, then everyone thought Luke was the chosen one, and then everyone thought Ray was the chosen one. Yeah, and we really just don't know the answer because it's all interconnected. Maybe they're all the chosen one. Like it'd just be this interesting right. way yeah. of telling that but story. Obi Wan says it with such conviction in that episode, and it's. It's quite odd because that episode, I think, comes out around the time The Force Awakens comes out. Or I think after. after, after yeah, right? because it was because it was literally right before we started the podcast. Or so, No, so, you were in the podcast because it was literally yeah. the episode before I came on because you guys, the episode before was the right. final episode of Rebels. I never got a chance to talk about it because oh, I right. came on the week after. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I miss Rebels. We can do, I'm doing a Rebels rewatch right nice. now, actually. Maybe mm-hmm. we could uh, do something like that. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, fun. it's really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So, so we want to hear some more news from these sources. Sure, sure. The sources uh, tell the Hollywood Reporter that uh, the project is also being reconfigured from six episodes to four. That's interesting. Um, that could work. I mean, here's the thing: Are we talking about? And I know this is not in there, so it's more of a you know rhetorical question. Are we talking about like? Four actual hour-long episodes, or we're talking about four episodes the length of Mandalorian, which are like thirty-five minutes long. Like the Mandalorian episodes were short, so I don't know. But there's a part of me that likes this as just one long movie. Like it could work. Right. You could tell a story in four points. I don't know if you need six. 
Totally. And for the, I mean, I want the, more, but I mean, yeah. well, yeah. we know it's going to be a bloated budget. And so with four episodes, you can do a lot more than you can with six episodes, especially if they're all going to be the same runtime. Yeah. Uh, if we get the hour long format, that would be a dream come true. I, I've always wanted to see the one hour drama format for Star Wars. I feel like that's a beautiful way to show the show. Yeah. Uh, the Mandalorian feels a bit short. Like it feels like a serialized I, short yeah. Western. I think it's perfect for know, what it is. Three acts, quick. Yeah, yeah, I think for what it is, it's perfect. But I think it would not run for, like you were saying, for for an Obi Wan. Like you need, you need like sadness and guilt, and yeah, that, that's time and, and time that's, that's, that's and landscapes exactly. and vistas. Like you need and that. Yeah. You need yeah. it to be a slow burn of a show. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting what they try to do because they're going to want to do that. Because part of me is probably like the writer probably did take quite a bit of that, and then part of it is like, but is that Star Wars? Right? Can you have meditative? episodes I, on things you can't you, you can't. can't it's you yeah. gotta break it up with some action yeah. you gotta cut yeah. to you gotta wipe to some sort of which and maybe yeah. this is old man adam now speaking which is what i'm calling myself after tomorrow oh, tomorrow old man <laughs> you're um, gonna be an old, old man. man and to celebrate i'm going to have a pizza party and then <laughs> right play video games <laughs> play video games um but i i don't want to act too much action in my obi-wan oh. show Oh man, let's get. Hey, there's some kids out there. Let me just go yell at them and tell them to get I, off my lawn. Don't get me wrong, I love it. I've been rewatching all the Marvels, and the second those action scenes begin, I'm eating my popcorn Dude. and watching them. But I want, I want medit, I want conversations and thoughts and meditation. Yeah, let's make an interesting like, movie. Yeah, I, yeah. My response to that news is like sticking my fingers in my ear and going la 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 yeah, la, la, I mean, la and like pretend I never heard it and hope it's not true. Yeah, because I need more than four episodes of the show. My prediction like 52 a year. is if they do four episodes, then it's a series, not just a limited run. Does that make sense? Right. That they're going to be coming back and doing more because I feel like they're going to they're they're doing yeah. that to make room for. But seasons. like, imagine you know, it's like, well, when actually, when do we have a date on the um, Clone Wars yet? February twenty. Yeah, right. So right. imagine it's like it you know, from actually, April. Until April 2021, we have, and then they're like, "Congrats! Here's four episodes of like." Oh, well, no, because we got, we got, we got um, Mandalorian season two. In oh, October. Mando season two, right? We're gonna get that in. Yeah, right. so there's always gonna be one thing a year, but I think, February 21st. Oh, I got it right. Um, or did I say 22nd? You said 24th. I did not. I definitely didn't say 21st. Definitely didn't say 24th. <laughs> Play back the tape, folks. I'm, I'm like pretty sure I said 21st, but it might sound like 4th because 1st and 4th. Anyway, so... Well, now that we're doing very, this... It's very important to me that I'm Now right. that we're doing this, what do you want out of the show? Uh, I think I already kind of said bye. You did, I, you did. I want it. I want slow, meditative... Okay. I know what I want. I'll be fine when I don't get that because there's no way they're going yeah, to get no that way to me. Do this, like, I'll um, be fine, but that's what I want. Yeah. Right, cool. What about you guys? You I, go, you I, go I want more of the same. Mm-hmm. I, I actually I want him to travel to different planets. I want him All to right. go on adventures and still do some stuff. I'm I'm happy if he's there. Um and uh yeah, and I want to see some old favorites. I like and I'm saying that because like I am very much in the boat with you, Adam, where I and I just said earlier on in the segment that like I want to see them do, you know, special yeah. things. But in my heart of hearts, I'm still that like, you know, eight year old kid that's like just wants to see cool Star Wars stuff. Yeah. And um you know, with one of my favorite characters, with actually no, my favorite character, yeah. like uh, especially Ewan's character yeah. version of yeah. it's great. But Obi Wan is literally my favorite character in the whole thing. And, and uh, can yeah, I tell you, I want more. Really, really, what I want, which there's no way they're gonna give this to me. This is very specific because this is exactly what I want out of the first episode. I want the first episode to be 45 minutes to an hour long, 
and the entire episode is following Obi-Wan on his daily, like life. daily life. What is daily? It's a, it's a, it's the it scene we get breaking bad. It's the scene we get in Last Jedi with Luke, but it's 45 That's minutes long and we get the call to action in the last 5 minutes of that episode. That kind of yeah. wakes him up cuz you're kind of knows the episode going what is happening with this guy and then suddenly he realizes he has to break with this routine like something calls him in that action. Maybe could, that's Liam or something. I can see that being done in like a, a kind of Kurosawa-esque way where it's, you're using a lot of sound effects. and Yeah. It's, yeah. You, you're, you, it's a very quiet episode. Yeah. And you're yeah. exploring his thought space a lot. Like, to the, the point. And the like he says very few words. He's not used to interacting. Yeah. He's a hermit, as we've learned. And then he walks through the door and there's Obi-Wan, Ghost, Ghost Qui-Gon waiting for him, open the door, and then credits. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got to wait a week yeah. for, for Force Ghost Qui-Gon. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah, I don't want that if it's four episodes though we could see him age significantly too like years go on oh and he I just, like that gets older yeah. and just like you know kind yeah. of like unforgiven to a degree yeah. yeah absolutely that would be the perfect word yeah you know what yeah. I mean at the, at the beginning of that movie I think starts very quiet it's a very quiet start yeah. to that film yeah never gonna get that but that's what I want um, yeah I think I think I want, and I think it's inevitable that we'll see Obi Wan fight a crate dragon. I think that will just happen. <laughs> I think that's guaranteed almost. I'm okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> I know I said I want okay no action. That's a prediction. I would say. I guess. I guess here's the thing. I let me let me let me backpedal. Let me pull an atom and backpedal and, and contradict exactly what I just said. Here we want. go. But I'd be okay with action as long as the action's organic, which is of course it would be. But like battling a crate dragon, which sounds like mystical and whatever, to me is somewhat organic. It's Tatooine. We know they're out there. We've been teased them. Like I just don't want it being these weird force things where he's fighting bounty hunters. Because why would bounty? You know what I mean? Like I want it to be organic to his experience. And I don't. I, in terms of Ben, I don't. I have no problem with him going and traveling. I don't want him going too many places. But I have no problem if he leaves Tatooine. I'd prefer if he didn't. But I wouldn't. See, yeah, that's where I don't. I would not like him to, to leave. And I also like the highest possible stakes that you could get in this show. I would like, and I think that comes with the empire. I think the empire has to come to Tatooine. Yeah. And I think they have to be wielding like midi chlorine counters, looking for people like Luke. Looking nope. For sensitive. I know. I know. <laughs> no one wants that. But I think that's the highest. It's organically how you're going to get the highest stakes in the show. It's if you have a, you know, a yeah. sleuth type character. Yeah, with I like a midi chlorine counter looking for young Luke and Obi-Wan. I mean, is he could have like a, a brush with an inquisitor. So that's what I don't want. I, mean, I, think, I, mean, I mean, like, could easily I, go in that territory. When I say brush, I mean, I mean, I, I know yeah, I yeah. like your idea. You've pitched this a few times of having. Like, I pitched it. Yeah, the like Sherlock Holmes, of the Empire, Sherlock Holmes of the Empire, an ISB. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which is essentially what we're getting yeah, yeah. Mandalorian right now. But because he is ISB, but he's also but more so yeah. organically, yeah. this person has gained the Emperor's favor to such a high degree, and it, it, it's, it has such high stance in the Empire that, that Vader is jealous and sends them to Tatooine. Like, that is the yeah. organic choice that I can see as which, how to get stake, how to get really high stakes for Obi-Wan. Which you've pitched before, and I really like it. I think there's a way to do it. The thing I bumped up against was the midichlorian thing. Well, I, just, I, just, I think yeah. we need to well, leave. The fobs and the pucks in Mandalorian. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not the... It's, 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 fobs it's, and no. pucks are fine. It's when you start... I, I don't want to get They've already established how they never say What if they never say mini Perfect. But here's my thought. is We can wed some of the ideas we talked about earlier. So... We talked about possibly Luke exhibiting some type of force power. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love what this. What if he does it in a way that is noticed by someone like, I don't know, Grindon? And Grindon sends something. <laughs> yeah. Vader right, gets right. this and says, this is just a wild goose chase. Right. Or something like that. Send whatever to go look at this. I hate Tatooine. I hate sand. Or not, he I hate hates sand. Tatooine. I don't like sand. Oh, right. He's send, like, send her, no send her to Tatooine to right. check out this false lead. And then she, she's Sherlock Holmes. She starts really like, there's probably something more to this. And then I you love that she's not in your head cannon. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely, yeah. it is. Yeah, it's <laughs> got to be. It's got. I'm like, this is the only way I've ever seen the show. It's got to mm-hmm. be. I think. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's. It's perfect to have a, a female Sherlock Holmes instead yeah. of having you know, the male character combat Obi Wan. I think it's, yeah, it's more boring. interesting if you have a kind of love interest light slash Sherlock Holmes type character, the Obi Wan. Oh, yeah, like flirtatious, the, sexual yeah. tension. Like yeah, I would like totally like that going on yeah. with Obi Wan, and yeah. then Obi Wan has to defend Luke, but also you know sees her the humanity in this inspector but is she feigning that this humanity right. is she really just have darker intentions i'm kind of bummed that jodie whittaker's doctor who even though i love her version of doctor who because i think she'd be awesome as but now she's but she's too doctor who at this moment so you couldn't watch it well, this, be watching be, going, this would be an inspector inspector like I, yeah Inqui- i did if inquisitors feel so <laughs> antithetical to like the original trilogy they feel like a video game they really do. They feel like just mini bosses, like the, almost yeah. like the, they, the tier what they before are. Vader, the tier before yeah. Vader, and exactly. It just it feels like a little op. Like if the Empire has lots of these guys, I don't know how they ever lost. Well, they like, only have bizarre. like a dozen, like less than a dozen, I think. And yeah. and Vader killed most of them in just in quote unquote training. Yeah, but, but I don't know. My idea to include them would be that they never actually cross paths because they can't cross paths. And the other interesting thing is that like Obi Wan wouldn't be able to use the Force around them at all. Right. No. So yeah. he would need to figure out some sort of way to trick which, them without using the Force, which actually sounds kind of boring to me. I like yours. I mean, I like I the think other version better. Because that's can't Breaking use Bad. Well, actually, that's Breaking Bad right there because it's yeah. it's problem solving because he knows he can't use the Force because the second he uses the Force, he can't kill them. Yeah. He can't all use right, the I'm Force. Coming around on this idea of the Inquisitors because you could do something really <laughs> yeah. interesting with a really kind of like gnarly looking mouth of Sauron yeah. looking kind of inquisitor mm-hmm. that arrives on Mos Eisley and like just super sinister yeah. and Obi-Wan yeah. has to has to take him out if he sees or spots you know Luke or anything like that so it's like yeah I mean he, he doesn't necessarily like he could just sort of lay low but it's like they could be hot on his trail well, I think, yeah. you know he you know just evading him and steering them away from Luke would be like yeah. his two major objectives and that could I mean I mean it could be, you know, it's like Breaking Bad, but he has the force, so he can exactly. like use his environment against yes. his enemies. He but only like, oh, in certain hey, ways. Dragon, yeah. attack I mean, if he ends up using the force, they'll know he's dead. Yeah, he has to do it in ways that are and not. If, that yeah, are and subtle. if he kills right. one, then like Vader will be like, "Hmm, what's going on hey. on Tatooine?" Also, Disney, if you're hiring new writers, <laughs> give yeah. us a call. We, can, yeah. we got some we ideas. Got some ideas. Right. Um, I mean, we have space Sherlock. I have you listening. Hire us. I have zero experience. Yeah. Um. So I think this is really interesting. I think it totally works. Um, and, you know, when it comes to the the Inquisitors, I bump up against them. But there's something I love that the fact they were introduced because it does raise the stakes of what was going on for the 18 years between um, episode three and episode four. Because, you know, when I thought about Luke in the past, I never really thought him in danger. Does that make sense? Because he yeah. was on this whatever land. But the fact that it's yep, yeah, the fact that it's um at the end of the day, it's kind of like um if he starts accidentally using the force. So there's part of me that's not like Ben isn't necessarily there to protect Luke in terms of getting injured. Ben's actually there to make sure this kid doesn't start using the force in a way that people are gonna notice that he's force sensitive. Because the second people notice he's force sensitive, they're gonna call the Empire and he's gone. He's an inquisitor. Like to me, that's really interesting, right? Well, that's protecting the, him against himself. And that right? might be a big moment. Someone might see him. Yeah. And it, you just think, as the audience, we think it's only Luke and the enemy yeah. that spotted him exactly. in and the space. Gorinda. But then the blue lightsaber comes through and just takes him out. It takes out the person. Oh. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Ooh, like, interesting. Obi Wan like, never lays good. a finger on anybody. But then the moment that Luke is alone with an adversary, 
you know, that's the that's the time. That's what this movie should be. That's what the show should be. It's Breaking Bad, like, and it really should be. Like, yeah. honestly, get what's his name? Well, it's hiding the uh, Vince Gilligan. Yeah, hiding the, Gilligan. Cook, the cook site, right? It's like yes, hiding. it is. Yeah, it's absolutely. all it is. And you don't make you don't make Obi Wan Walter White to the point that he's going. He's actively Breaking Bad. <laughs> no, he's not to get bad. But he is always on this razor razor thin edge of trying to figure this puzzle box out, trying to figure this figure this out, and like protect Luke not use the force use the force in certain ways like this really high stress high like wire like almost hitchcockian anyway sorry yeah, i'm very no, excited that's perfect i really no. love all that all these descriptions and all these kind of ideas and speculations are incredible um let's talk about vader should vader be in the show no yeah. uh hologram of vader should be in the show okay yeah i agree but, uh yeah I, but we doesn't need to be in a hologram no. you know like you can flash to like She's, you know, the inspector's looking at her hologram, but then you flash the other side just to see, you know, Vader on the deck Yay! of a Star Destroyer or in his, like, you know, his hibernation cocoon. Can I, can I make a hot, uh, another hot take? No, another point that actually I have to, I have to check. Um, Star Wars Minute made a similar thought because they're going through Rogue One this no. week. So I want to make it clear that I've had this, con- this <laughs> concurrent thought that those who listen to us in Star Wars Minute, I'm not just cribbing on Star Wars Minute. It was just kind of, they said it and I'm like, I've been thinking that too. So yeah, I'll yeah. give like half credit that like, I think Rogue One would have been a much, not much. I would have been better. And I love that film. If the first time you see, see Vader is at the very end of the film, when the door opens and he's just killing people, yeah. like I, I, I really don't love those scenes where he's like, "You're gonna choke on your." It's like I, it's I like don't either. it's like pun machine Vader, and and so oh, Ben's not happy. I do love seeing Vader's castle. I love that stuff. That is a like, hot take. Just that right there, he like doesn't, Vader's castle. Yeah. Like but you can him still, pulled out of the back door. You, I, it's so I love that. I love it. But I feel like you can't. with a sense of humor. With a oh. snarky quip. Now you're losing me, right? Like, no, but, no. Well, let's gush about the ending. So, you know, right, Spencer Wilding's performance and his yeah. presence. And, and, and awesome. Let's gush about the ending. But I agree with you, Adam. I feel like the scene with Krennic on Mustafar is, is slightly weak. And Vader doesn't seem as menacing as right. he appears at the end. And in, in how he is portrayed but, at the end. And even, I can even go further. Regardless of what you think of that first scene. Whether you like it or dislike it. Or you think it's good or you think it's a little whatever. If you got rid of that, and the first time you see Vader in that film, because you spent two hours, and you're like, I guess we're just never going to see Vader, and then the door opens, and Vader, Vader is just there and cutting down people. Like, that is an yeah. amazing moment in the theater where you get people. People are already very excited about that moment, but imagine if that's like, you just you're, you get through your Star Wars movie going, I guess we're not going to see or, Vader, and yeah. then, oh, we see him, and he is yeah. killing rebels. At that point, right. I wasn't even thinking about Vader, and then I was like, oh my, oh my god! Mm-hmm. And then, like, you realize how like high the stakes are, and you're like, then you add in that OP hero, like, villain... Yeah. Awesome. I mean, yeah. just awesome. Yeah. And like, and by waiting, you just made it that much more powerful. I, I don't, you, you know, you can't say enough about that. Scene. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, it yeah. could have been interesting if Krennic went and, and knelt before his like back to tube and kind of spoke to him there. And that was it. Like that might've been a little bit more interesting and ominous. Like Stop if it. you kept him ominous, that would have been really <laughs> See, cool. See, cause I'm with, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very, I'm, I'm very, very of two minds about that because I, I, I Vader love Vader. Vader's castle and I love Vader in the back to tube. And part of me is like, maybe, maybe that's what you do. Maybe you show that and then you cut to another scene and you rob the audience. Yeah. Then you're just like, oh, is that all we're going to get? And then you have another hour of great movie and then suddenly Vader shows up. Oh, no, we are getting full Vader. No, I I really like that. I don't Mm -hmm. think Vader would ever let anyone see him how pathetic he actually yeah. is under that yeah. suit. Other than his weirdo people. That, you know, not his thing. Although it was great to see what yeah. it was. And all, there's also something to it where it's like, you know, we don't really know how uh, how long he can spend out of like his like healing chambers. And it's yeah. not long. 
But it's just interesting to be like, okay, he was just like pulled out of the back to tank, thrown into his suit, and then like a new hope happened within, you know, within 36 to 72 hours. Of that. Would have been yeah. cool to see him see like battle ravaged armor in Rogue One. Like maybe he's coming hot off of a campaign oh, yeah. somewhere. I would like, like that to see that would sometime. Be really, really cool to see because we see that a lot in the comics. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it was nice to see shiny, shiny Darth Vader as well. Sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I wish they'd spent. 30 seconds like following Krennic through the um through the castle oh, yeah, to get totally. there like yeah. no furniture a lot of like really high precipices and some really like brutalist architecture yeah, and yeah. then like to get there and stand like this is the waiting area and it's like I guess I'll just stand <laughs> here and look it, at the lava it's yeah. gonna be a while cause we gotta like, drain that tank and he's gotta put his armor yeah. on so. yeah and then like a <laughs> whole garage door sized door opens on the side just to like show him with like the sun at his back it's like yeah. okay Vader knows one thing is how to make an entrance how to make an entrance yeah, he sure does. But um, yeah, but like a different, you know, a different yeah. story. Maybe, you know, I just, mean, maybe he they get that close where it's just like, you know, luckily Obi-Wan is, I mean, but if he's got to use the force to commune with Qui-Gon. Yeah. But like if he could even be on a hill looking over the hill and just like watching Darth Vader like ravage a town or something trying to get some yeah. stupid trinket. I think we, when, when Grant's pitched the show in the past, I think what the image, there's an image that keeps coming on my mind that this inspector is talking to Vader via hologram yep. and he's seeing Vader from behind. So Vader right. can't see him, but he sees Vader and something in what he says makes him realize right. that that's Anakin Skywalker because right. we don't have that scene. We never I can have set, a scene. I can set that up for people real quick. Yeah. Real quick. So in okay. in my headcanon idea for what this series is, I pitched on the show a, a bunch of times, but um, it's that early in the, in the series, Obi-Wan sets up some sort of poison sack or, or fruit or, or vegetable that grows on Tatooine that the Banthas are attracted to or something like that mm-hmm. some kind of scent yeah and then later in the series he uses that to to uh, use the he uses the Banthas and the Tusken Raiders to take out the inspector yeah, basically because he doesn't want to he doesn't want to you know, yeah that fits in yeah. perfectly he can't just go in there with a lightsaber because yeah she's a sleuth type like love interest light type character she uh, as she's dying pulls out a, uh, a calm, calm uh, device uh, hollow projector it projects vader she dies on the spot while talking to vader the projection's still going and obi-wan comes up and like you said adam he sees it kind of from behind yeah it's just a handheld yeah because i love the idea of him seeing vader vader can't obviously can't right. see him like you can't yeah, have yeah. that moment I love that, yeah. but like i just there's also something in where like i want in this series for him to figure out that Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker because I don't think he knows that at this point. I, I think, yeah. yeah, the whole show could be that. Yeah, but because I think, I mean, I'm pretty sure on those hollow recordings that he saw with Yoda. Oh like, right, right. He I does. Think he does. They, he, he does. Sees You're right. I do this every time. Of Vader, I forget about but that. But like the show Super could just clunky. be like when he hears some news about Darth Vader, blah blah blah. But sees the suit, he's like, That's oh right. my god, he That's has to figure is. out is are they really the same person? So she just says Lord Vader, and he right. goes Anakin. Yeah, like sees this person in the yeah. suit because he doesn't realize that Anakin's yeah. still alive. He realizes right. that Darth Vader is Anakin, but he doesn't know because I like to think that. You know, there's the it's there's not a lot of communication. We're kind of in the dark era, and that like Darth Vader is not a well known figure in the galaxy. Yeah, it's like a boogeyman type thing where it's not like there's not newsreels of like, and our hero Darth Vader has gone. You know, like yeah. I, Vader wouldn't like that, and I don't think a guy, a hermit sitting on Tatooine, is even aware that the Emperor is using Vader. And it's like, also not what the it. Emperor. Uh, 
you know wants to uh, make public. He, he, right, he's not going to call him dark. A dark knight. Yeah. No, that's you know? yeah. He's that's an Lord. intimidation. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, you only pull that out. You, if you yeah. see Vader, that's You're probably dead. the last yeah. thing you're yeah. seeing. I mean, actually, this sort of flips. Um, Grant's idea on its head a little bit, but we could get Attack of the Clones mullet era Obi-Wan sort of sleuthing on this case and being like, sure. trying to figure out who Lord Vader is. Yeah. And if it really is Anakin and like him sort of chasing down leads, hearing about rumors. Yeah. Because he's probably a tough guy to find. He doesn't, you know, and then he's got to figure out, like, can I take him out? And then he's like, I can't, you know. Yeah. yeah. It seems sort of crazy, oh. but, you know, if he's just. I don't know. That, that's yeah. pretty far fetched. I that would take it way I off. Don't know. No, I, I love that. I desperately yeah. hope this is an extension of the sort of the, the, the James Bond noir kind of storyline we got in Attack of the Clones, where yeah. you're getting. That's why this Inspector character I've created for the show is like almost a love interest. It almost feels like James yeah. Bond to a degree. Well, that's what you could do. It's really interesting. Is you can have. I don't think that turns anything on your head. You could have both of these things happen concurrently, right? You could have two two yeah, sleuths totally. sleuthing on different cases that totally. are intersecting, and yeah. he's trying to figure out who Vader is, but also trying to protect Luke. Like it's just kind of this interesting, interesting. Thing. Oh yeah, totally. That's him going off world though, and I don't know. Yeah, I'm ready for that. Did uh, either of you guys read Kenobi, the book that came out? It's not canon. It's yes, I remember nothing ago. about it, but I know yeah. I read it. It's um yeah, I mean it's it's awesome. Yeah. It's actually it's more. Is it Fry? It, it, who wrote it? No, yeah. no, it's um, Luce, Luce. Uh, You guys know, talk. Sorry. I'm gonna look it up. All right, so it's. I'll give you a little recap on it. I mean, it's. It, it is actually more in the line of the the you know the um, good, the bad, and the ugly. The sort of Sergio Leone version of you know him. He's John there. Jackson Miller. You oh, John Jackson Miller. Like two seconds. Nice. I had John Jackson. So they, um, you know, it's like he goes into a town and he sort of helps people out, but he's just trying to, like, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty on your surface what you'd think. Like, not real deep dive on Kind of Kurosawa-esque. With Kur- like a samurai, roving samurai. And that's, yes. Okay. And, it, and that's sort of being, yes, it's very Kurosawa. Um, because, but he just sort of like plops into a town and they have funky characters and people are, you know, there's a female love interest, you know, that's just like, who is this guy? And, mm-hmm. he, you know, but he like, he can't use his powers. But, like, then he'll, like, sort of, you know, there'll be him against amazing odds. And people will be like, oh, my God. And they're like, you know, Obi-Wan and his pursuers will go over a hill. And he'll come back with, like, not a scratch on him. And they'll be like, what just happened? Or, like, <laughs> you know, like, he, like, right. uses, like, force jump and just, like, someone, like, thinks they see a shadow of someone that mm-hmm. moved. And it's him. And he's like, oh, yeah, no problem here. You know, like, he can't help. But, like, he doesn't want to get involved in a political conflict in this tiny backwater um, town. You yeah, know, like. Yeah. In um, you know, like literal one horse town mm-hmm. in um, in Tatooine, but he doesn't really. He, I mean, he it is mostly involves sand people. And actually, the, the most, right. the yeah, most so interesting part is when the, the sand people try to recruit him to oh, be yeah, a sand yeah, person, yeah, 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 yeah. and he thinks about it. He yeah. considers it. He's like, huh? Like, I, I mean, think that stuff sticks. By the way, I think because yeah. it's in a New Hope. I mean, he he knows the sand people in and out. It's mm. the Tuscan Raiders in and out, and it's like yeah. It's uh, we've got to pay homage to that just in some well, way in the series, and yeah. we're willing to play with them, right? They, right? they they had that amazing moment that I did not see coming in the Mandalorian when they were tattooing. Yes. They turned, they suddenly turned. There's two sands. Oh, right. yeah. It was so great. Was the best moment of that episode. I think. It was. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The panda reveal. Tuscan yes. Raiders. Yeah, and then him just having <laughs> it talking to them. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, I love the hand signal. Like use yeah, like the, sign language. Yeah, that's yeah. such a crazy. Yeah, that great. That yeah. really I wonder how long ago John Favreau like created that idea because that's like that's totally new, but it's so good. Well, that's that's. So I love, you can watch that episode and just be like, oh, he just had thoughts about Tatooine. Like, like he yeah. wanted to, like, he's like, we'll get him. Like, because that, that episode totally works if yeah. you don't. That episode does not need to take place on Tatooine at all. 
Right. But it's just like, yeah. but I have so many gags that I want to do. I know. And I love they moved the Jawas on a different planet too, which is great. Like Jawas yeah. doing the same stuff, but on a different planet. This totally different. Oh, thank Episode you for saying two it. of The Mandalorian uh, is an absolute good. gem. And My favorite moment of all Star Wars might be disintegrating the Jawas. <laughs> I don't know why it's I find not... that so funny. It's my happy place. When I'm yeah. sitting in line and I'm just annoyed poof, at people, poof. I just start thinking, poof. <laughs> well, it's amazing that he just immediately starts laying waste to the Jawas. You're like, you, he just yeah. like crests a hill and just starts just smoking Jawas. <laughs> well, they were taking his <laughs> ship apart, right? It's true. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, I'm just, as your target practice now, son. You just got on the <laughs> bad side of us. But it turns out they're a force. Oh, and like a chase on those. Yeah, that was that's so good. So it's so yeah. good. It's just a wagon. The it's a wagon. Like, it's all you, wagon all you do yeah. is just. You've seen it in a million Western movies. It's just a wagon chase, but instead of the sand crawl. Like, that's why that show is just so brilliant. Like, John Favreau just watched a ton of Westerns and went, eh, we'll just start wars it up. Yeah. <laughs> and does yeah. it in such wonderful ways. I could never do it. So there's a couple options here. Jawas, Got a couple options. Jawas and Kenobi. Well, also, Kenobi, and a, I think we all love scenes where Kenobi enters a bar. Like, Oh, yeah. 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 We need a bar, another bar. I scene. feel like he, can we do like a leaving Las Vegas like, yeah. <laughs> like episode? <laughs> just on a bender. Yeah, just like a total bender because you know he loves a good drink. And it's like, I want to see some, you know, some, some drunk Obi-Wan. Some disheveled Obi. Yeah, like he should get a little worse before he gets better. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah, he should. Yeah, he should have a spirit quest. I think the first couple episodes should be a full-on spirit quest and almost this guilt and shame. But yeah. Yeah. at the same time, the way Revenge of the Sith ends, he seems quite poised and like focused. It's 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 weird. Like yeah. if they start making him this wild man right off the bat, yeah. searching for meaning, it's like really because George he's he looks pretty well put yeah. together when George left him on Revenge on right. Tatooine. Yes. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. He's but I mean, there rough. was a lot of just like do in the moment. There was yeah. like some serious things. It's like, okay, we lost. Okay, there's these babies now. Okay, we need to separate them. Yeah. Okay, I guess hiding, yeah. you know, and it's just sort of reacting. Like now he's sort of like yeah. dealing I, with his PTSD. I, 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 I want to go back to the bar thing for a second because okay, I do want him to walk in the cantina. And, I, and the one thing I keep waiting, and I thought we were going to get in the Mandalorian and give it to us, is I want them to meet the owner of the Tatooine bar. Mm. Which is Chalum the Wookiee. Chalum the Wookiee, yeah. Yeah, we got a nice little picture here. You can go to Wikipedia. He's wow, got a, that's a mustache. Nice he's got a good, he's got a good stash oh. on it. But like, that's what I want. I get every time. Like, I got we got so freaking close. And, yeah. and second he walked in, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And it, it was so funny. Like, I had the droid. It was great. But I'm like, oh, I thought for sure we we're gonna get Chalum. Or yeah. or like or they could just re. Or they could bring back uh, B. Arthur because now we have that technology. You could have B. Arthur in the bar. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I would be there. For Thank that. you for that. Adam. Um, <laughs> see, I think I, I loved your idea of kind of seeing his day to day to day life um, yeah. in the first episode, and uh, it'd be interesting to see if it would be interesting to see him as this sort of like hyper utilitarian, where he's like growing plants, protecting children, like taking care of animals. Yeah. Like everything yeah. around him is just better because he's managing Yeah, I, like he's very monk. It's a, monk, right, it's a monkish monk. life. It's yeah, not yeah. that he's a yeah. hermit. He's a monk. Like he's right. going and still trying to live the way of the forest by bettering everything around yeah, him. Yeah, every, everything around but him. But not making yeah. connections either. Like he's taken that, 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 like that, that uh, attachment right. thing way too far. Like he makes yeah. no attachment. He does not indulge at yeah. all in his yeah. own right. interests. And, or... and I mean, I love him being the, the white knight and like the sort of like, you know, yeah. just believe in the force and everything will be great. Yeah. But one aspect we haven't talked about yet that could, it, it doesn't need to be, you know, so hit you over the head with it and like played out as, as it has been a common trope, but like he's a veteran, you know, he's a oh, war yeah. veteran that it's has been true. a fighter for like 10 I, years. Like there could be some like 
Jedi PTSD. Like maybe right. he thinks he sees clones like at a certain bar oh, or a place, and yeah. like yeah, you know, yeah. not that he's hallucinating, but it's just like no. he's like you know like yeah. oh, my gosh, is that a cl- you know an ex clone? It's very you know, maybe he does run into one or, and important, know. and that would be interesting too in terms of like and plus like not only did like he lose a brother in arms, he right. had to kill yeah. a br- his brother yeah. in arms out of the greater good. Like he should be somewhat damaged. You yeah, know? yeah, it should be you know like Which, he's finally get catching his breath after like a decade right. of war. Which would explain why he would live this monk life, right? Like yeah. he's so he's still so dealing so with that, stars. So that might be the key to going off world. The key might be Clone Wars flashbacks, you know, uh, 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 Obi-Wan entering peace talks with an, you know, an alien general, an alien general of some yeah. kind and, you know, at the front line somewhere on some remote world. Like mm-hmm. that would be a fascinating scene. Yeah. And it will allow him to, it's how he negotiates, right? Negotiations, I think, are going to be a big keyword in this I show. I mean, that's why, that's how we got, this is how we get our cake and eat it too. Flashbacks. We've talked about flashbacks a few times in this. Everything we can do plenty of planet hopping in flashbacks. Yep. Yeah. And then and yeah. then when we're current, he never leaves tattooing when we're current, but there's flashbacks telling stories that he also looks that. awesome in these flashbacks because he's wearing that, that clone trooper yeah, armor. Yeah. That would oh, be the clone trooper armor de aged. <laughs> oh my god. No, not even he still looks pretty good. McGregor looks I, fine. Yeah, he, he, he could play, he can play right, 25 yeah. to 58 that, that man. Great, right. like, I hate that super man. Young. <laughs> I know, but I kinda wanna see like Padawan, Obi Wan, like yeah. Some like weird behind the scenes with Gungans. Well, they had to age him in Revenge of the Sith a bit. They had to age him up a little bit. Yeah, oh, really? They, faked they, it. they yeah. aged him up. They're in they this did. perfect yeah. middle ground right now with you and yeah. they can. Yeah. They can he's Cole, perfect. He's they he's can do Star Wars flashbacks. Yeah. And they can, and it might be isn't he different. actually Sir Alec Guinness's age right now that Sir Alec Guinness was in the? <gasps> not in a new yet, that or is that close. a close? I think because I think Sir Alec Guinness was. Oh, actually, they might be now. It was like, yeah, I don't know. I think Alec Guinness is probably a few years older. Maybe five, five years older. Yeah, you guys keep talking. I'm gonna do some math. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, whatever. That's that's neither here nor there. Right. Um, you and McGregor for life. Yeah, he's the best. Clone Wars flashbacks. But I mean, that that could be an interesting thing. We've come up with a lot, pretty good bucket load of ideas. There's some here. pretty fun stuff going on here. So no, because he was 60 when Star Wars was 60 something when Star Wars being. Right, he was born like, in 1940. So, but 14. How, how old is? He he's like? in his early 50s at most. Um. Uh, I also do you want to hear something really right, funny? Like Train Spotting came out like nineteen, and he was a he was a he was a kid in like Shallow Grave. Like he is, yeah, he's forty eight. So there's okay. still, but I mean, ten years, right? So you set yeah. ten years before, so Luke would be young. But you could also also sixty a person who looked, sixty in nineteen seventy seven is a lot different than sixty in two thousand nineteen. Yeah. We we learned about the damages of sun and yeah, yeah. between those forty years yeah, and the so. damages of tattooing because I think yeah doesn't like the time between a new hope and isn't only like ten years yeah it's yeah so the math is a little that's a little tough ten years so they'll have to age yeah. him up I also like the fact that when I was googling Alec Guinness I had to give them the honor of typing in Sir Alec Guinness <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't oh, even write Alec Guinness oh, it won't I was appear. like our <laughs> space I'm like that seems a little who the heck's Alec Guinness <laughs> oh you mean the knight. Uh, lastly, do we think a crime syndicate will get involved with Obi on Tatooine? Yeah, I think yeah. We, I think we're gonna get, and I think it's huts. gonna be Jabba. We're All gonna right. get the huts. We're gonna get Jabba. Yeah, I, I would say we get huts plus one, huts plus a guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You they can like, get in the middle of. We've already more. seen the huts by themselves. Like they need a, they need a friend. They need a yeah. Pike syndicate again. Or well, what could be great? Crimson is two Dawn. syndicates Crimson meeting. Dawn. Two Probably syndicates Crimson meeting Dawn. on Tatooine. Yeah, actually, Crimson Dawn has to be Crimson. Nefarious deal would be super interesting. You know. As long as we don't get Crimson Dawn, no more. 
Hey, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not shutting any doors. <laughs> I just want this tie-in so that, you know, John Caston can have his feature know, or too. series or whatever. I don't think give it, that man a series. Give that man a series. Yeah, really, give, give John Caston a series. I mean, yeah. he's read all the books. He's played, you know, the video games. He knows all this deep-cut yeah. lore. Give the man a series. Give the man a series. Let him give, play. The Syndicate Wars should happen. It's a war yeah. set in the Star Wars galaxies. It's worth exploring. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's not... Totally, it's not going to bump up against canon if Obi Wan confronts Jabba the Hutt. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, not at all. It'll yeah. be great. But I think one thing we've determined is that you know if they are going back to the drawing board, there's a lot of different paths they can take. So they'll come up with something great. Yeah. And there's a lot of yeah. options. And I'd like to amend what I said about like, oh, give me you know wacky whatever, which I, which I do think there will be a time for that. But I mean like maybe in ten years. Yeah. But like my what I really hope is like for the rest of my life is it's people like John Kasdan that are like, I'm in filmmaking. I've always like loved Star Wars as much as you yeah. and Grant yeah. and everyone yeah. who listens to us love Star Wars. And then like and they're like, I have this baby that I want to bring to the universe. Well, that, or, you, know, for you might not John have to, Favreau, right? right? Giving it to John Favreau. Yeah, I want like, I want that to be the the. But yeah, the, but, you know the norm, but I know what you meant by wacky. I, want that I to just be the wanted. Rule. To, I want a diversity of voices telling yeah. the Star Wars stories. Yes. That that yeah. I mean, yes. like, like that's and that's why I think. And, but yeah, yeah. But it's I, important to remark that Deborah Chow is still attached to the series. She's still directing it. Um, thankfully, because her her episodes of, of Mandalorian were spot on. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Uh, episode three is one of my favorite episodes yeah. of the series. I yeah, think yeah. two and three are neck and neck, like my yeah. favorites. Yeah. Um, Deborah Chow, incredible director. She's still attached. She's very. Good. She's going to be doing this series. It just slid, you know, to the summer of 2021. And yeah, according to Ewan, it's still, I always call him Ewan. It's coming to Ewan. It's, it's still coming out the yeah, same time. Totally. It's not coming it's, out the same time. Yeah, I feel like he might have slid there, there, back. There's some truthiness in there. Because especially he's like, he's like, oh, I love the scripts. The scripts are the best. And I'm going to be speaking hearing, from his heart. Yeah, I'm sure he is. <laughs> like, you know, like we all are. But yeah, I, I just want that to be the rule. After seeing what Filoni has done, mm-hmm. Favreau, right. J.J. Abrams, I mean, Ryan Johnson, too. Like, I want yeah. that. That's got to be and and uh, John Kasdan and, and Larry Kasdan. Like, right. yeah. that's got to be the rule. That's got to be the like. You need to be this committed to Star Wars to have a thing. You have to know what it's like to live in this galaxy. Well, let's, let's, yeah, and have all this. I things. totally agree. I feel like that, but push for representation, yeah. diversity. Inclusion. I mean, that's a key cornerstone of Star Wars, though, is, is right. diversity and inclusion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hope yes, and- because every type of person has... there In every way you could slice human experience, yeah. mm-hmm. there are people within whatever slice that is who love Star Wars yeah. and can tell a Star Wars story. Who, who, yeah. who have a connection to I, it. I think Star Wars made me leave home. Like, I, I grew up in the most, in the least diverse town, like yeah, one of the least yeah, diverse yeah. towns in America. And like, but I was just like, I want to meet other people that have other ideas than I do. And I, I needed to leave my home well, to like, to do that. Think about the first movie, right? The first movie begins like, like, that's not a movie for closed-minded people. No, right? no. You, you, yeah. You're watching like, robots for the beginning of this thing, and then yeah. you go into a bar. But like it did it. It gave me a sense of wonder and exploration in a way that's really important for experiencing <laughs> the world. The most interesting retcon in all that is that like I always thought they were racist against droids, yeah. but like now it's because droids were an army. There was an army of droids, and like that's why people like <laughs> why they weren't allowed in there. <laughs> droids yeah, did yeah, like yeah. horrible things to people. Yeah, yeah, they were like a terrible like. You, if there was a droid ben, uprising, that's I crazy. Literally never thought of that before and, that, <laughs> and now i'm like that's gonna totally change when he says no droids yeah. i'm like damn right no droids, damn right, no droids. 
They could he be killed, killers. He killed my uncle. Yeah. And, 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 and the Mandalorian specifically addresses this phobia with, yeah. with uh, Din Djarin's backstory. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kind of stuff. And that totally, one's very clear. You like, understand that I never thought I do that, think yeah. there is some just, you know, casual droid racism that's going on in oh, the yeah. galaxy. Oh, yeah. That yeah. is a problem. Yes. But right. then there's also the people who have been affected by the, the Clone Wars. Well, you know? but, but, it's like, technically but, still racism, it's, even exactly. if they killed it's your family. It's still racism, but you see the connective tissue. It doesn't excuse it or say it's okay. No, no, I'm just saying the phobia is like at least you have an yeah. insight into the phobia yeah. whereas other people are just yeah, like casually the, being we don't like it because you're not sentient yeah. the funny something. thing we is think I you're think less than. because I still and this might be somewhat controversial for this podcast I love the prequels and I watch the prequels and I usually watch them in, in, in universe chronological order but my brain does not still think that the prequels and the original trilogy are occurring in the same universe like my brain doesn't connect those dots they have to be connected for me so okay. I love when people like Ben connect those dots for me because it makes them more connected. <laughs> but my brain doesn't go like when something happens in the right. original trilogy, my brain doesn't go, oh, well, how does that connect back to episode one, two, and three? Like my brain right. just doesn't do that. We had so much time off after the um, prequels that there wasn't anything to connect it for. And yeah. now, so it's only now that there's even the opportunity to really connect to the, you know, to I'm those so in any way other than just interested in seeing how kids who are becoming somewhat like aware of the world now who are who are who are growing up post skywalker uh ninology is going to consume this media because they're going to know they're going to see that these clearly weren't made in the same time period yeah but if if they're going to have an easier time making those leaps yeah like seeing as one continuous world as opposed to like we grew up in like I grew up with the with with the right. with the with the original we're trilogy, tribes. and then when yeah. I was eighteen, this new one came out, and I'm like, "That's cool," and I ju- love it. And then when I turned, got into my like thirties, like right. this new batch comes out, and I love them all. But to me, they're very separate things, right? Because and of where I, I think was the in my sequel life. trilogy brilliantly marries like some of the the best aspects of both the original trilogy and the prequels. You're getting the high octane action, yeah. the prequels, yeah, but you're also getting the world building, that kind of lived in galaxy that you got in the original trilogy marrying those ideas it really creates a kind of coherent yeah un- a galaxy at that point so. yeah, yeah well do you, do you think we, we covered it guys <laughs> we got this it. came out just let's be, do another hour yeah just random news about um you know this like wait did you say you're gonna delay the script for four <laughs> seconds and there might only be two scripts let's talk for we an need hour to carve about out scripts. two hours <laughs> awesome um all right well that was that and uh now Let's uh, deal with a new segment, which will be great. Yeah. Commander, contact your troops. Now, from the front lines of the other MCGs, Commander Cody's Clone Wars Conspectus. Very good, sir. Thank you, Cody. All right, good. Uh, so this is a new segment. By the way, Conspectus means a synopsis. Yeah. We learned that today, and Thank so you, did Miriam you. Thank you, Merriam-Webster. Yes. <laughs> um, so you learned a word today, and we're just going to keep using it because that's we're, the word. We were going for and puns, alliteration. but alliteration always wins. You're welcome. <laughs> it always that's wins. always. I always fight yeah. for alliteration. You're welcome for Kyber Crystal Comics Corner. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's whatever. They're all hard Cs, but... Um, K is know. the comedy uh, letter. Oh, is it? Like, yeah, yeah Krusty's Corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. we did that. Um, so <laughs> what are we talking about now? That's a thing. Oh yes, the Clone Wars trailer. That's right. Trailer. So there was a, a trailer that was um, uh, released for season seven. So we decided we'd make a new segment because obviously we're going to be covering in detail uh, the new season right. on uh, February twenty first, twenty first. Just like you said earlier. Ding ding ding. 
Um, and yeah, so um, this, we this is a really interesting trailer that dropped, yeah. and there were boatloads, uh, bucket loads, we'll say, of um, Easter eggs and really interesting things throughout this. What yeah. were um, what were you guys' takeaways when from seeing this just the first time? Uh, badass Ahsoka. Yeah. yeah, that's my big takeaway from yeah. this trailer. Like, I think she like, is a grown Ahsoka. Fully, yeah. I was gonna say fully grown up, like fully in her in herself, like knows yeah. who she is. Uh, which is teased with a confrontation between her and Maul, which we've never seen before, right? Those two have not, no, not interacted as far as I know. Which I, I'm of two minds. Like I saw it in the tr- in preview, I'm like, well, we know they both live. <laughs> like I got kind of bummer, and then and then immediately the I kind of go the opposite direction where I get like super negative first, and then after right. a second I go. But it is going to be really cool to see the two of those people fight. Like, Listen, watch Adam, every oh. other Star Wars storyline, we know the outcome. Right? I, I know. That's I, how they I do know, it. Right? We've always known it all It keeps of us them. safe. Yeah. I, I know. I know. Except for, yeah, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, awesome. And yeah, so, I mean, just on its face, it's like, oh, double-bladed uh, lightsaber versus uh, true, like, d- two lightsaber yeah. with, like, Shoto style, which yeah. is, like, a cool yeah, old-school, yeah. like, it's it's... Neat they went that route with her. Yeah, she's like a ninjutsu with like the yeah the yeah. shutu and the uh, kind of katanas. I don't Katana. think I realized how much I missed Ahsoka until I saw her in this preview. Does that make yeah. sense? Where I'm like, I love that character. I'm so happy to see her she's again. One of my favorite characters in all of Star Wars. And I, I just want to see. I, feel, I think she's underutilized. Like I, t- I want to see her in live yeah. action. I want to yeah. see her in video games. Like oh, she'd be the most colorful, most beautiful, like you know, single player. Third person video game character. Oh, she would be so she'd be fun so to play much fun to play as. We've mentioned this. Yeah, we've talked about this. So yeah. we're going to see a live action Ahsoka in the next ten years, is my guess, yeah. because the people who grew, literally grew up on the Clone Wars cartoons are now starting to fall into the segment that are spending the money. Yeah, right, and that that and they love Ahsoka. Like the the amount of Ahsoka lovers on the internet is huge. Like it's I, such a big. Yeah. This is, I think this is. We'll call it Filoni's first triumph. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's a really impressive triumph. I mean, I remember Ahsoka, uh, the character in the first episode that we saw, and that that sort of like movie yeah. length, you know, episode that they. Did anyone they see put that? Out. I think one of me actually watched that in the in the theaters. Oh yeah. Okay. Are you kidding me? I went to a meetup with people, Star Wars fans. To oh, see that movie. oh, you beat me there because I was. Uh, did, did I? Was did I, so did I win? <laughs> it didn't feel like it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, was that the the Clone Wars movie? Yeah, yeah, the movie that they put out initially that came out in theaters. Oh yeah, Yeah. it sure did. But I just have to say, like when I saw her character development initially, I was like, oh, this character is going to be annoying. Like the whole Snips thing, and I was like, you know, but like that was her character because she was young then, and she developed and she grew, and like all of her watchers grew with her, and then um, she became just this amazing, like unique character Mm -hmm. um, that was so fun to follow. They took the Harry Potter approach. Which yeah. is like they yeah. aged the character with the people with watching the it, which yeah. I thought was brilliant. Because I thought the same thing. Himself. I remember watching the first couple of seasons. And I'm like, I don't. I'm old and don't care for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is like when I watched the first two Harry Potters, yeah. I'm like, I I'm old and don't care for this. Yeah, and then when yeah. you get to like the third, when you get to Prisoner of Azkaban, and then when you get to the third season of yeah. Clone Wars, I'm like, I see what they're doing. Oh no, I see what they're doing, and I'm like, I can identify with this, and I like watching the the growth of the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just love her the dichotomy between Ahsoka and Anakin. Yeah, and how uh, they're both they're victims of the severity and hubris of the Jedi. Like Anakin suffered greatly in his own way, and then she suffered and, and exiled herself. And at, at the end of the last season, left the Jedi Order. Like it's a fascinating character. It aligns with Luke in a lot of ways. Yeah, 
Yeah, it totally oh, does. It does. Yeah, yeah. and right. we always talked about like the idea of them possibly I know. crossing interacting paths at Ooh. some point. Whoa. There's a lot of and how, totally the, how, could. How, how the how nicely that would line up with both their point of views and motivations. There's no reason that can't happen. It's There's no, so no much. I, no I might again headcanon that has happened at some yeah. point that the and two of them interacted. We talked about it last week. We know like at the end of Rebels, she heads off into the outer rim searching for Ezra. Um, and going on some adventures there with um, with Sabine Wren, which is like, I mean, that's a show. Yeah. That's a great show well, right there. In fact, really there were rumors know. a couple of weeks that that was going to be the next animated series was going to be that story. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have anything to source that, but it got traction. I mean, that makes perfect sense. If, if yeah. we're finally finishing the Clone Wars, why wouldn't we do the next of Dave Filoni's kind of yeah. precious projects? Like, why won't we do the next one after that? It makes perfect sense. That's the other thing I'm impressed with. Like they, like Disney Plus was like, sure, bring this. Bring Bring this series back for one season. Right. Yeah. That's kind of funny, right? That they're like, we're going to put all this money in for you to just tell this last season. And they are, that's the way they're advertising it. Disney Plus is saying the final season of the Clone Wars. Like that to me is ballsy, right? Because because you put all that money. But to me, that also senses that they're waiting to see how this does. If it gets a lot of views, gets a lot of downloads, they might be like, hey, we like this. We like these stories. Can we start telling it? Rebels is really popular. Let's tell the next story yeah. past Rebels. I think Lucasfilm right now is shaking the tree to see what sort of ripe yeah. fruit falls down. And, you know, because you know there's a lot of stories in-house. And they just like, let's just knock those out. See what's there that's great that we're going to do before we really start, you know, creating new terrain. Because yep. you know there's a million, like, you know, stories so you can ways. tell within, yeah. you know, we have. Um, almost infinite. But, they're, you know, there's looking for stuff that's ready. And but then I'm sure you know the next conversation is just like knocking on Filoni's door and be like, what else did you got? I mean, he's yep. got two hit series already. He's been direct, you know, doing great direction. You know, Jason, Jason Sandula in the Unknown Regions. Yeah, Ooh. that'd be cool. That's my only thought. Is that my only fear is, and it's is a good thing or bad thing is that the next animated series we get, it's going to be like Joss Whedon with the last couple seasons of Buffy and Angel. We're not. It's not going to be helmed by by Filoni because Filoni is off in live action world. <laughs> He has been plucked, and he's going to be given series, and he's probably going to be given a movie at some point. Yeah. Similar like Joss Whedon when he left to go do the big film, and we get the last couple seasons of Angel and Buffy, which are like, I actually really like them, but they're I imagine Mandalorian's an all-consuming. Yeah. You know. But but he'll, and so his name's going to be attached to it, but I don't know how much he will have under it. But hopefully people who have watched enough of it. Well, he's an EP on Resistance, and that's... That's great. I love it's it. Really, yeah. I really like Resistance. I really like it. it. I really like Resistance, and I'm not. It, I really do it like it, it but it does it's not younger, feel like yeah. to me. And that's the thing, possibly because it's for younger kids. It doesn't feel like a Dave Filoni joint, to right? Because as much really? as George yeah, says really Star Wars okay. is for twelve yeah. year olds, I think his yeah. his writing is quite highbrow and yeah. kind of interesting and like sophisticated, yeah. sophisticated, right? Yeah, that's what I felt when I was twelve and watching. Well, Star Wars. yeah, I mean, they say it's like twelve plus, but you know, it's like for hardcore Star Wars nerds. I, yeah, you know, like I said, I, I'm rewatching um, Rebels right now, and just like just the first like three episodes that I got through, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like there's so much hardcore lore right. in there, yeah, yeah. So like really, really cool, hard hitting Star Wars like it's stuff that, that's yeah. in there. It's and, kind of that all ages mythic fantasy, magical, yeah, like, and also yeah, but, very scientific, a very like uh, militant, and it it really gets into all the little 
nooks and crannies of the Star Wars galaxy. Yeah, and but hard hitting like notes. I mean, there's like the mm-hmm. holocron oh, right, with right, uh, right. Obi Wan Kenobi's like message oh, right, from right, Coruscant right. to yeah. not come back, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like how it like comes back and they, they should play the end of his message because they don't really play the full message in ominous. In Return of the Sith, yeah, that's but right. No, but like it ends and he's just like he's like you know they're there. It's you know don't come back to Coruscant. There's been this coup. He's like, but trust in the Force always. And yeah. you know he's like, and in time there will be a new hope. And that's the end of it. And so you see like Kanan looking at this kid that he just met and he's like, is this the new hope? Is this what Obi-Wan was referring to? Right. Yeah. Is this what yeah. he's talking about? And then like there's the spray paint of the starbird that's like an right. explosion symbol. And like that's in one of the early things. And they, you know, they run into, in the second episode, they run into uh, C-3PO and R2-D2, which yeah, is like a rite right. of passage yeah. moment right. for any like thing. Like he, it's uh, it's really hard to watch. Yeah, now yeah. we're all going to go again. back and re- rewatch Rebels. Yeah. Which I, I love. I, I like, would. And, and, be, yeah. and it's all in the, like, it's in a, well, first of all, it's all based on Macquarie art, which yeah. is something we've all been dying for always. But the um, animation, like, fidelity is as strong as the final season we saw of Clone Wars, which, yeah. is, which pres- progressively gets better. I was going to say, let's talk season. about that for a second, because in that preview, the animation for this season of Clone Wars, I was blown away by. Like, yeah. it still looks like Clone Wars to me. Like, those, the character, yeah. whatever, looks the same. But movement like it feels is, more fluid. It does. Uh, I am everyone looks excited. a little bit more polished. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and um, Lucas was there at the beginning of this too. I mean, mm-hmm. that's Lucas was the mentor for Filoni. That's an interesting yeah. point. This is the last Lo- Lucas, the last thing that we're going to see that Lucas has touched. That's that right. makes sense. Right. That we know of. Uh, you know, that, Lucas yeah, yeah. Is, as he's long still as Lucas involved. Is still he's still alive. there, but like was actively involved with. Didn't just well, stop by the set and, right. and give you a couple of pointers. Like he know. was there. You never know. I mean, I could see. What if? John Kasdan, like, you know, becomes good friends with Lucas and they, you know. I don't think we've seen the last of Lucas. But in terms of, like, of old guard Lucas at the helm, the king of the castle. You're right, you're right. That was, this is under the Lucas idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know what you're saying, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because even even Luke being a hermit on the island on Octu is like a George's idea. Yeah, there's always going to be because it's it's Lucas. It's always going to be. So even in the the trilogy, we have, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Always be. Yeah, there'll be ideas coming from George. But, um. Until that mine is empty. We yeah. saw a lot. We saw a lot of clone troopers. There's like heavy, yeah, heavy focus on clone troopers. We saw a battalion of troopers with their masks painted like um, Ahsoka's face. Yeah, yeah. Which is like it's almost like oh, we've got this whole like battalion for you. Um, that's pretty interesting stuff. We know. I, I feel like there's some or- Order sixty six stuff in there. I don't know. You, you, want, love, you want to focus on the troopers love now, some but there's post obviously Order sixty six story. So I, I think we're going to see what happens to Rex and other characters that we love. So we know that like Rex and Wolf and uh, the third one that if you can name, I will send you a Star Wars lunchbox. Yeah. Um, they uh, that got their chip Chips removed. removed. Yeah. So we know they survived. So I think that's where we never saw that happen, though. No, we just know it happened because we saw them in Rebels. Right. Um, but I think but, we're going to see where they were and what happened. Yeah, we might see down. some of that because like, I don't know, like. She's got like Ahsoka's got this battalion for some reason, like possibly helping her, you know, yeah, probably helping her because I mean, probably. this tribute is like Maybe honored, you know, with Maul. I but like, yeah. yeah, then Maul, we see Maul with his hand over a clone's face, like maybe trying to activate, activate the, yeah. the, the chip. And, um, you know, we don't really know what's going on there, but uh, but so like maybe her battalion turns on her. You know, I don't know how it's going to go on. No. We also know that there's, um, she's in Mandalore. We we see Bo-Katan. Right, we do see, yep. Um, and so, and we see Maul, which is, we know he was previously involved with them. And then we see the Pike Syndicate right. uh, briefly. Yep. And the Pike Syndicate is, um, 
you know, obviously, yeah. you know, associated with Maul from his like recruiting effort and yeah. his his war there. Um, there was one Easter egg I saw. Um, I, actually, I saw through another website. I'm not going to take credit for this, and Almost. I can't even credit. So close. It. And I was like waiting for you to be like, "No, I can't even do it." I, I can't, can't even. No. Entirely Listen, untrue. You're I, so honest. Like George Washington, I cannot tell a lie. <laughs> like Obi Wan Kenobi, I also cannot tell a lie. Um, really? But yeah, someone. So someone smarter than me. Paused. Obi's a notorious. I was like, that's liar. not the person. Actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are you? I know. That's actually, the exact yeah. wrong person. Obi Wan would be like, from a certain point of view, I thought of this. You should be like, like the emperor. I can't tell. He's a like lie. the world's. Be- yeah, he's like yeah. the galaxy's best liar. He yeah, is like, kind of like the best liar from a certain point of view. <laughs> from a certain point of view, <laughs> this is totally my idea. Um, <laughs> if you see, so there's a, uh, so they, they rehash a line of. Um, Mace Windu's and they're mm-hmm. at like the council and um, I forget what the line is now because I totally forget <laughs> but the important part is is right next to him at the table is Deepa Palaba oh, yeah, Master yeah. Deepa Palaba yep. and her Padawan oh, all right. which is Caleb Doom, Doom. Yeah, which would yeah, be really yeah. cool so there's like a little connection, connection. for Filoni to just like connect to his That's other really series. nice to kind but of like, leave them too yeah a little other, Caleb yeah. Doom cameo yeah. that would be so cool it makes sense there's a lot of Clone Wars in Rebels right like we get Ahsoka yeah. we get a lot of stuff going that on there that might be where the Order 66 storyline lies mm-hmm. is with Caleb Doom and Deepa Balaba yeah. so I think. I think we're gonna get overlap like cause we see pregnant Padme we do which is like but we know she tells Anakin that she's pregnant in um, Revenge of the Sith. So. You're right. You're right. So, so this has to happen post or in the middle of, of episode three. Yeah. So, I didn't put that together, but you're so absolutely right. So we could right. really tie a bow and like, yeah, really we go are from the beginning Order of the Clone Wars to the end. Yeah. Oh, that makes me so happy. Like That's like exactly what Filoni always wanted was to tell the entire story between those two movies. Yeah. Um, do you, know, you think... Tartarovsky did a great job too. I did. Do you think we're going to get... So... We before this started, we kind of looked at like well, what happened in the first six seasons because we've all watched it, but we've all watched it different times. Oh, yeah. And and my whole takeaway, and I was probably the one of us who watched it the most recently, and I couldn't tell you front to back what happens in the Clone War show because it's not a linear story progression. Oh, that's right, because you watched it in release. Order, I, I right? did, and they also tell like here's a standalone episode. Like I really want to make playlists that are like watch the Ahsoka arc by watching these fifty episodes. Yeah. And so it's hard Watch to... the Mandalore arc. Exactly. By these 12 episodes. So do yeah. you think in this season, how many episodes is it? Is it 12? I think it's like 12, 10 or 12 episodes. I That's think. I, I think going on there. what I just heard. It's 10 to 12 episodes. 10 to 12 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> like literally what you just heard. I, yeah. I think what I just heard I from concur. you saying right I, now. I'm really pretty sure. I want to say it's 12, but I'm going to give myself a little like yeah. margin of error. Um, do you think we're going to get any standalone episodes, any mini arcs, or do you think it's? Do you think they decide mm. to tell this as one complete one arc. arc like Mandalorian like it, the Mandalorian it looks like one arc to me it does I haven't seen anything that would seem like a standalone episode you may get time jumps but I don't know I mean we also see her just cruising Coruscant like yeah like just living that like bachelorette life on Coruscant after she like absconds like yeah. it would be pretty cool if there's if it's linear and, I'd love um, that and one yeah. arc that'd be pretty fun I mean they've had a long time to work on this conceptualize this it, it would make sense that would happen. Yeah. I mean, that'd be really fun. Yeah. Well, with 12 to 14 episodes, I could see one, I could see one episode having some breath to maybe explore like Caleb Doom's Padawan yep. you know, learning on a remote planet, alien planet. Or yeah. That would be a good standalone. Like, that'd be a I, great we might get, standalone. We might get some, right, if there's breathing room there because there are some other arcs that aren't complete yeah. yet. Like I think, Grant, before we started taping, yeah. you brought up the Cad Doom 
uh, yeah, the it's Cat a Cat Bane, Cat Bane, Cat Bane Boba Fett, Boba Fett stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yon, I, 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 I thought agree, we were going to get that Mandalorian think... like, live action because we saw the guy with the spurs arrive, episode five, at the very end. Do we also, not, not to a, completely, not, fan, just... not to completely DRL us, but hey, that's what we do here. That's our yeah, speciality. Right. Did we ever find out who the spurred boots were? In we never did. We don't know. No. That's awesome. That's Are really you pretty sure they're really spurred great. boots? I, I assumed they were um, Moff Gideon's. I also I thought, think, but they never confirmed. I think they could have been Moff Gideon. Because I think we I heard... Because Fennec Shand was connected to the... Yeah. But here's, is I that, think we heard jingling, but it was... Yeah, I, don't, I didn't space see spurs. spurs. No, it's space spurs. But like, I thought it was just like hear metals. He's walking around. Like, that's right. just what he sounds In like. In the season finale, you don't hear That's his no, dark no, saber clanging against his armor. But isn't that great? But isn't that great storytelling? If it was in the frame... Yeah. That'd be a way to end the episode. Is yeah. it's, but it's great storytelling because they could take up two yeah. rates of going like never tell it, and then you always know it was Darth yeah. Gideon, or like oh no, it totally was Gideon. Darth Gideon, uh, <laughs> Darth Mom Gideon, Gideon for that, yeah. or or oh no, it was Cad Bane, and you know what yeah. I mean. Like you could totally, I love that type well, of storytelling yeah. where you just and leave I'm not, that. Yeah, open. And I'm also not a huge Cad Bane fan, but I Nor do I, I do want to yeah. see a kind of quick draw standoff in Star Wars at some point because it, it takes so much. Uh, from the would you be a Cad Bane fan if the entire uh, arc was that we see him in the Mandalorian, we see the Spurs, then he shows up and he just gets immediately smoked by the Mandalorian in a in a gunfight. I think that would be a beautiful way to start <laughs> yeah. the Mandalorian, yeah. the second season. I think that would be an amazing. Like, oh, here's the big bad. Oh, no. One oh, of the no, most compelling yeah, just like... openings of all time to yeah. any series ever. If it's just someone just getting in the stand yeah. winning immediately and, and treating it like an everyday hat. thing. I know, Sink and he just ground. like smokes yeah. Cad Bane, yeah, yeah. and it's just that would be great. Yeah. I was just gonna say like if they had that in this series, yeah. Boba Fett, but the same thing. Boba Fett just smokes Cad Bane, which we could get because we haven't seen. We don't have any. I, and I, I double check because I don't know the EU, and no one knows it front to back. But we don't have any Cad Bane post Clone Wars, right? We don't know what's happened to him. No. Okay, so they could totally do that. That could be his end. In, yeah, in and he's year. already on a respirator. Like, come on. <laughs> well, yeah, and in every way possible. Right. It'd be fun to have a little <laughs> Boba Fett flourish at the end of this whole thing. Yeah. Too. Yeah. We might get some more baby Maybe Boba. Maybe like partial Mandalorian armor? Please. No, I, that, I so. mean, with yeah. the green armor, right? Like with the full Boba Fett look. But it'd be like mini green armor. He's still, he's still kind of yeah, babyish, it's still right? Small. I mean, but like, it's, he's not quite there. Like, be because yeah, the last exactly. time we saw him was, I mean, we saw him in Clone Wars in not Mandalorian armor. No, he's armor, never. In different yeah. armor. So it's like maybe it's still in transition. That's what I would like. He has the helmet, maybe, or it's the clean. It's the armor without the dent in the the forehead, oh, yeah, and we yeah. see the dent. Ooh, I think that actually, wasn't that supposed to be like canon that actually Cad Bane put that dent in his forehead. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, that's why we need to see it. We're it's showing our bias, right. <laughs> but there's there is a story behind that dent, and I just can't yeah. think of it right now. Wait, there's a story about one some random thing you see in Star Wars. <laughs> that's yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably like five There's, five the page There's a legend story a and a canon story <laughs> about one dent in one. And they're almost identical, but character. slightly different. <laughs> yeah, with one line. Um, that's why I love Star Wars. Yeah. All right. Did we do this? We I did. think we did this. Yeah. But let's. Um, one thing I know <laughs> Ben's like, oh, we're, we're almost out. But one thing I want to mention is because we did talk about resistance earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are. We have not forgotten about resistance. No. We haven't covered the last couple of weeks, but there's, I think there were, there at this point, I haven't kept track, but I think we're going to be, by the end of the episode, by the end of the season, we're going to be like four or five episodes behind. And so our thought was, because it seems to be really drawing to a pretty gigantic conclusion. Yeah, this is the end of the series. We're just going to cover those episodes all, we're going to do like a special episode, it's just those episodes and kind of wrapping up 
yeah. the the resistance. Well, yeah, we'll we'll rehash the both seasons yeah. and yeah. Um, talk yeah. about yeah. the whole arcs and all that. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's a coming. good show. It's a it fun is. show. Yeah. It's aimed Beautiful at younger show. viewers than us. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's so much lore in there and so much fun stuff, yeah. and uh, yeah. it takes place in a really and interesting time. I feel like when we talk about it, it goes. It's it's much more engaging and entertaining when we talk about multiple episodes in a single episode. Right. I think so. Yeah. So look out for that. It'll either be next week or the week after. I'm not sure. I was going to pull up my phone until I forgot. So. Yeah. You can check. You can figure it out. You'll figure it out. Um, thanks very much for sticking with us through um, this episode. Um, we love talking about Star Wars, and we love that you are listening to it. So thanks a lot, and may the Force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you. <laughs>